You know, Taylor, sometimes when, you know, podcasting and working and life just gets in the way, I can't think about what I'm going to flambe or chiffonade or anything like that. So, you know, recently I decided to look into HelloFresh because every week they send me however many meals I want because, you know, sometimes I'm just lazy and I want to think about meal prep. And, you know, they send great meals. And again, it's prepackaged, easy to make. And on top of all that, it's cheap with inflation. It's cheaper than going to the store and buying ingredients for two meals right now. So, have you ever used HelloFresh? I have, because I hate to cook. I don't even know what chiffonade or whatever the hell you just said even means. Uh, What I love about HelloFresh is that they send you exactly what you need. If they say you need cabbage, then they send you cabbage. They say you need just this much honey, then they send you just that much honey. It's always perfectly portioned, exactly what you need, every time. It's amazing. I absolutely love HelloFresh, and it saves my ass from week to week. Exactly. So if you're like me and you hate to cook, or if you're like Kevin and you love to cook, but you just flat out don't have time, check out HelloFresh. If you use our special link to sign up, which is cultusplat.com slash HelloFresh, you can get 16 free meals. 16. That's so many. Not only that, you also get free shipping on your first box and three surprise gifts. Head to cultusplat.com slash HelloFresh and sign up today. of Cult Splat. I am your host, Taylor Bartle, joined once again by my co-host, Kevin Nesgoda. Yo, what's up? Oh, not much. Uh, we are also today joined by a very special guest. Uh, you may recognize her from, from Supermarket Something or Other on the Food Network. <laughs> <laughs> it's none other than Joanna Nesgoda. No relation. Hey, everybody. Talking to the microphone, not at me. <laughs> Hey, everybody. How's it going? They can't answer. Does she know how podcasts work? I don't think so. Oh, no, not at all. I've never <laughs> listened to this. Sorry. <laughs> Wh- whose idea was this? <laughs> I think it was mine. And I apologize already. <laughs> well, uh, this is going to go south real fast. <laughs> she may walk out in the middle of it. We'll see. All right. Well, I mean, at least we know we can carry a show if need be. That's true. So today uh, we are talking about a, a movie with another uh, lovely married couple. Uh, we are talking about the the sort of sequel to Knocked Up called This Is 40. I I don't know what, yeah. what that's like. I'm not 40. I am a, a You're almost 40. I am a, a young uh, virile 39. <laughs> <laughs> She's 38. Going on 39? Don't say that on the air. Jeez. 37 going on 38. I'm actually 37. Yeah, thanks though, honey, for that. <laughs> Sorry. I was like jumping ahead. Birthdays. He's just mad because he is in his 40s and he doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, it's so lonely being in my 40s and no one else is. <laughs> so uh, this has a critic's... Rotten Tomato score of fifty-two percent, so it's it's one of our higher, higher ones. ones. Yeah, uh, audience score fifty percent. Ooh, kind of shocking. Yeah, 
That kind of surprises me. I always liked this movie. I thought it was fun. I thought everybody thought it was fun. I feel like most sequels, Rotten Tomatoes, are just like, not as good as the first one. <laughs> Automatic 40-point deduction. Uh, well, what do, what do the critics say? They say that Judd Apatow definitely delivers funny and perceptive scenes in This Is 40, even if they are buried in aimless self-indulgence. Damn. That's kind of harsh. That's really harsh. Uh, yeah, this is written. Isn't most comedy aimless self-indulgence? Yeah. <laughs> to an extent, I would say. Uh, this is written and directed by Judd Apatow. Of course, the very uh, smart mind behind such things as uh, Knocked Up and Freaks and Geeks and uh, what else? Other things. Other things. Uh, IMDb synopsis. Pete and Debbie are both about to turn 40. Their kids hate each other. Both of their businesses are failing. They're on the verge of losing their house and their relationship is threatening to fall apart. Hey, it's our life. Minus the kids. And our business is failing. Mine is basically all of it, but yeah. sure. <laughs> so wait. We Ke- tolerate each other at best, though. Kevin, you said except for the kids, and she said hers was all of it. What's going on here? Well, I have kids that she doesn't know about. <laughs> I'm learning so much today. Wait. I'm confused. I thought she had kids that you don't know about. Oh, that, too. So you both have we kids neither one, on one of you knows about. <laughs> Apparently we're terrible parents. Wait, who's watching these this kids? This is why right we now? don't have kids together. <laughs> For our phantom kids, we don't have. Uh, I assume one of the dogs is. <laughs> okay. Well. Um, yeah. Anything else before we dive in? Let's dive in. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, speaking of diving in, which you, you would dive into a pool. This is a terrible segue. You would dive into a pool, into water, uh, or in this case. You would get wet in the shower, which is where we open up with Paul Rudd and uh, Leslie Mann just going to town in the shower. And also, pools are great for holding water. Pools are great for holding water. This is true. Um, crap, I just had something I wanted to ask, and now I forgot what it was. Uh, no, shower sex does not work. It Well, it can. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, well, I mean, you need the right shower space. Yeah, yeah. You uh, like the bigger the shower, the better, obviously. And there's there's a height thing. There's heights kind of have to line up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently, it also helps if you take a Viagra, according to Paul Rudd. Uh, he yeah, he mentions that he took a Viagra, and she, you know, she says she she gets mad at him for taking a Viagra. She's like, "Why would you do that?" And he goes, well, "You know, I was I was trying to go turbo." For your birthday, I wanted a turbo penis. <laughs> and she haven't done that yet. Haven't had haven't done turbo penis. No. <laughs> My question is, if if you did, would you scream? It's turbo time. Yes, absolutely. Of course, you have to, right? It's for the doll. Yeah, <laughs> but you have to do it in in an Arnold accent. I tried. That's my best, Arnold. <laughs> oh, it's that, pretty sad. That was it right there? <laughs> that was it. That sounded just like your regular voice. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Leslie Mann gets all mad because she's turning 40, and she says, fuck 40. 40 can suck my dick. They can. I, I always get weird feelings when women say to suck their dick. Joanna, do you tell? I think we all do. Joanna, do you tell people to suck your dick? 
You know, not usually, but sometimes when provoked. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I don't know. I always friend Sean sometimes. <laughs> it feels like a power move as a woman because you're just like, what will they do with that? There's not much to go with. <laughs> well, yeah, and just saying like, like you know, lick my clit doesn't really have the same, <laughs> the same je ne sais quoi, you know? I'm afraid not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so but they they get, make her a cake, and the cake says 38. So she's she's faking it, like my mom. Um, my mom's still 29, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think she's what year is this? She'll be 61 this year, and yeah, she's still 29. <laughs> uh Shark Week is fake. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, they were talking about like um, the the girls were talking about like being scared over loss and like I watch Shark Week. Shark Week's fake. It's reenactments. Oh, that's, that's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. Okay, um, yeah, the girls in this, just like in Knocked Up, were they in Knocked Up? They were, right? They were. Yeah. Okay. I think um, they're. In, yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. They're going to be in the sequel to this as well. There's a sequel to this? Yeah, this is 50 or is the... Yeah, that's what Judd Apatow uh-huh. wants to do. Um, yeah, these girls Fun. are him and Leslie Mann's real life daughters, Iris and Maude Apatow. They look like it. Yes, they do. <laughs> uh, they they are very much like a 50-50 split of their parents. Oh, 100%. Hey, that's what 50-50 equals. Yes. Nailed yeah. it. <laughs> but so Leslie Mann asks... Paul Rudd, you know, what did you get me for my birthday? And he's like, you you said not to get each other presents. And she's like, you're supposed to get me a surprise present. I'm turning 40. Even though her cake <laughs> says 38 and she won't admit that she's turning 40. You're, you're shooting glances. I see that. <laughs> I can't see Joanne on the camera, always, but I can see you shooting glances at her. You always have to get the present. <laughs> Don't buy me a present. You were supposed to buy me a present. Now you're sleeping on the couch or in another room or in a hotel. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be a surprise. <laughs> That's never happened. That's never happened. It has in the past with somebody else, but not her. Uh, oh, I guess we forgot to mention Leslie Mann previously appeared in Orange County on the podcast. Previously yep. appeared in The Cable Guy on the podcast. Oh, right. I think that means... Leslie Mann, Cult of Splat All-Star. Yay! Congratulations, Leslie. So we see her uh, being trained by her trainer, who was a character in Knocked Up, but was a completely different character. That was one of my questions. I was going to ask you is like Jason Siegel, like, cause his name oh, was Jason, Jason in Knocked Up too. Oh yeah, I did say Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel also a cult of Splat All-Star. Previously Yay, appearing, we in, didn't think he was going to do it in Slackers and in uh, Dead Man on Campus. So both classics, both classics. Congratulations, Jason! Welcome to the team. 
yeah in in uh knocked up he was just this like stoner burnout kind of guy kind of perv yeah very very pervy hit on everybody well he's kind of like that guy kind of like that in this one too but that's true that's why i thought he was kind of the same guy he just like got a new business outside of the mr skin ripoff yeah, now yeah, he... I kind of thought that too. I thought maybe he just grew up. I couldn't tell if they were going that angle or he just was re- reinvented. History. Yeah, got rid of Jonah Hill, got rid of uh, yeah. Seth Rogen and, you know, went out on his own. Dating some girl named Lily Aldrin and yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because his name was Jason in Knocked Up and his name is Jason in this. So it's it's right. definitely the same character. But yeah, he's a little more uh, a little more grown up, a little more zen. He's now doing personal training. Uh, like we said, he's Leslie Mann's personal trainer. Maybe we didn't say that. I don't remember. <laughs> I think we did. But she owns this little boutique uh, clothing store. I wish it was a spike clothing store. A spike clothing store? Spite. Oh, I don't understand. Have you not seen that episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm? The oh, spite stores? No, I have not. I, d- I, oh, it's I so have good. not watched a lot of Curb. Oh, you get on that. I, I've tried. I can't get into it. I don't know. What? I'm off the podcast. <laughs> this is over. Good. This is it. Give the mic to Joanna. Go home. Okay. <laughs> I also like Curb Your Enthusiasm, so sorry. It's just not going to work out. No, you're allowed to like it. You t- just don't give me shit for not watching it. It's not like I watched it and didn't the like it. Store. But the Spite Store is one of the greatest episodes of TV ever. You have to watch at least just the Spite Store episode. Yeah, you don't really need any back. Well, they explain the background of it. So yeah, there's nothing to it. Yeah, you can stand alone it. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll look for it and I'll watch it. Uh, but so she has two employees that work there. One is Megan Fox, and the other is oh, Jody, wow. who is another character from Knocked Up. Also, was it her name Jody in that as well? It was. Yeah, as far as I can tell, it's the same character. Um, I, I was pretty sure that one was very intentionally the same person. It seemed pretty clear. Not a lot of character development for that girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a lot of growth. That's who she is. Not a lot of growth for Jody. <laughs> no. Um. So, uh, Megan Fox isn't wearing underwear. I guess. Oh, okay. So, Paul, okay. So, full disclosure, I watched this in two parts. So I'm going to remember the second half a lot more than I remembered the first half. All right then. <laughs> She was wearing underwear. They were just like had a picture of a vagina painted on them. <laughs> also, if you haven't seen this movie, go watch it. It's on Netflix and then come back and listen to the podcast. So, oh, by the way, did you guys watch it on Netflix? Um, we own it on Prime. Okay. Do you know if you watch the uncut version? I think it's the uncut version that we have. Yeah, it's the extended version that we bought. The, the three extra minutes. <laughs> the three whole extra minutes. I was like, is that really necessary? <laughs> if it was a Melissa McCarthy scene, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wish this was a video podcast. So you could see me glaring at Kevin. <laughs> um, I do not like Melissa McCarthy. <gasps> really? I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that before ever. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, I can introduce you to my friend, Tony. He, he hates her more Tony than I do. Like anything, though. Tony hates her more than I do. Uh, but okay, so yeah, Paul Rudd comes into the store and he make, makes a note that he he doesn't think that Megan Fox is wearing underwear. And Leslie Mann is like, "Why are you looking?" But she's you know like reaching for something, and it's like a 
situation where her ass would be in his face, more or less. Right, she's up on a ladder. It's, yeah, it's at, she's at eye she's level. She's at the height. Yeah. But Jody mentions to uh, Leslie Mann that she thinks that Megan Fox is stealing from the store. Uh, Makes sense that a girl like that would steal. Yeah, she's got like this nice new car and she, I mean, we find all this out later, but she lives in a very nice apartment. And so it's a little sketchy. Yeah, because I don't think this boutique exactly pays top dollar. No, 12 bucks an hour at most. Yeah. Uh, So back at home, Leslie Mann watches Paul Rudd poop. Do you guys, do you guys poop with the door open? (laughs) Absolutely not. No. (laughs) P door open. No, no, just close the fucking door. Really not like, yeah, <laughs> none of this is something that we do. I don't think it's necessary. I don't care how comfortable you get in your marriage. <laughs> like me and Lynn have been together for eleven years, and we still don't even pee in front of each other. Like, we won't even pee while the other one's in the shower. Like, <laughs> yeah, I get that. <laughs> I'm getting elbowed. <laughs> you know, Kevin's like, yeah, whatever, door open. Who cares? Yeah. yeah, well, we all have different opinions, don't we? I was born in Aberdeen. What do you want from me? <laughs> we poop in the street in Aberdeen. <laughs> That's right. As God intended. <laughs> but Shahalis River will wash it away. <laughs> He's playing Scrabble or Verge with Friends or something on his iPad. And she's like, you've been up here four times already. And, you know, why? if you're pooping, why doesn't it smell? And he's like, because I shoved an Altoid up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> which that would burn that makes sense i feel like it yeah don't you think nothing goes up there it would burn so badly i mean i just put an altoid in my mouth and i know that it you get that strong sensation it burns my tongue so i don't do altoids a whole lot what was what was the slogan it was like curiously strong or something like that surprisingly yeah. strong something like that mm-hmm. yeah so i wouldn't want that up my butt no that's why you do mentos the fresh maker. You, that's that's okay to put up your ass? Yeah. Okay. Good to know. It'll only fizz a little bit. But then, yeah, just don't put Diet Coke up there at the same time. <laughs> Bad thing. If you want a really good enema. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Joanna. <laughs> what have I signed up for? You probably should have listened to an episode or two before you came this- on. This will be Joanna's last appearance on the podcast by choice. <laughs> but then Leslie Mann is like, let me see. I'm like, you want to see the man's poop? No, no one wants to see that. Like, I know she's trying to call his bluff and say that he's not pooping, but still, like, what if he's not? Is that a risk you're willing to take? No, absolutely not. I think she is out of her anger at that point. She's just mad. He keeps ignoring them for hours. Yeah. But she's like, who takes half an hour to go to the bathroom? And he says, John Goodman. <laughs> That's random. <laughs> I don't know this backstory to that one. Yeah, is that a reference I don't get? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I have no, no idea. idea. But so Paul Rudd, uh, he runs a record label, which I think he did in, the, in Knocked Up, right? Or was he just like a manager in the first one? He was a manager in the first one, and he was talking about starting a label. I believe. Okay. That sounds right. You've seen Knocked Up more than I have. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Very definitive, guys. Um, thank, thank. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> we're, we're not talking about Knocked Up, so you can't 
can't bash us for not exactly. knowing. Exactly. It's been a while since I've watched Knocked Up, okay? Yeah. Knocked Up isn't rotten, so that's we, like four, we can't talk I wasn't about prepared it. for extra homework on this. <laughs> yeah, that's like four hours of movies. <laughs> but so Paul Rudd, like I said, he has this label, but it, it's really struggling. Uh, and he's committed to this reunion of the band The Rumor. Were you familiar with this band before this movie? Not at all. Never, I never heard of this obscure, band. Obscure like old bands and that is not one of the obscure ones i've listened to okay so for a long time i thought it was just a made-up band for the movie it is not i don't think this was a real thing yeah Yeah. i I only recently learned that (laughs) yeah uh graham parker and the rumor no idea Mm -mm, no but so his he's got these two employees uh it's chris o'dowd yes and lena dunham all right (laughs) no yes for lena dunham (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was a very random appearance for Lena Dunham. It really like, was. I don't know about that, but okay, whatever. Yeah. Not an impactful character. Not that not interesting. At all. So whatever. Uh, but oh no, I guess it's Leslie Mann that has this line where she says, "You know, can't you sign a hot fifteen-year-old so that we can eat?" <laughs> and so then they like listen to music, and Leslie Mann and the and the daughters are just like rocking out to Nicki Minaj. And that's who that was. You don't know that song. Dungeon Dragon? No, I don't. That's like the only uh-uh. Nicki Minaj song I've ever heard, I think. I've probably heard more. I, but. I've I've seen Nicki Minaj in movies more than I have listened to her music. She's in movies? Yeah, she was in like, what was that one movie where she was the assistant that you watched all the time? Was it like The, the Other s- Woman or something? Yeah, she was in like one movie. See? <laughs> it's very random. <laughs> all right. Uh, but so Paul Rudd puts on Alice in Chains. I think it was Rooster. Yes, it was, it was Rooster. Rooster. The happy, happy song Rooster. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you know, like rocking out. They're just looking at him like, what? what is this? Like, this is old man music. And I think this is Lizzie Mancy. Like, this is sad. This is sad music. They're talking about how it makes everyone depressed and people want happy music. Right. But so the next day. Leslie Mann takes Iris to school. Uh, Iris is the older daughter. No, Iris is the younger daughter. Good catch. Maude's the older one. Yeah, Maude is the older one. Uh, who's She's 14 in this movie, but I think she's actually like 18 or 19 when this was made. I think so. She looks... Actually, no, this is older than I thought. This is 2012, so she was 15. Yeah. Yeah, um, that seems about right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just so used to like 20-year-olds playing teenagers in movies, so... Or 32-year-olds like uh, Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> skeet. <laughs> skeet, skeet, motherfuckers. Ah, skeet, skeet, goddamn. <laughs> so Leslie Mann takes Iris to school, and uh, the, the teacher is just like, you know, oh, you, she should have been here earlier. And Leslie Mann's like, no, oh, I'm, God, I hate this. I'm on time. And she says, no, well, being on time means you're late. Yeah, that's so fucking annoying. It's like, no, being on time means I'm on time. <laughs> I hate right. when people say that. I'm like, just tell me you want me to be early. Just be direct. Right. Passive aggressive. Right. If you want me here at 845, I'll be here at 845. But if school starts at 9, I'm rolling in at 857. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but then she she talks to Grandma Molly, this old woman, one of the kids' grandmothers. And she tells her, you know, that she's turning 40. And she's like, well, you know, cherish it because you, you blink and you're 90. Just like that. Yep. Nope, still 41. Are you? Oh, you're trying to blink and be 90? 
Yeah. It's not like. I'd be, be dead if I blinked and turned 90. I'm not making it to 90. <laughs> it's not like bewitched. She didn't literally mean blink in your 90. Oh, okay. I took that too literal. But Paul Rudd's accountant is telling him that he needs to sell his house because they need money. And that's pretty much the only way they're going to get it at this point. Or sign a 15-year-old. Or sign a hot 15-year-old, yeah. Uh, Lena Dunham is trying to make a video package for Graham Parker. And Chris O'Dowd is like, you know, you can't use these current videos of him. Nobody wants to see this old man. Like, you've got a Benjamin Button him. Like, <laughs> You start off with an old one, then you go back to the new one. So it's done it as, like, was uh, what was the word he used? I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, he's saying, like, nobody wants to see him get older. You got to start old and then make him younger. Go young and then come back to old. Or don't. Just, like, that last impression is the, is the, the young Graham Parker. True. But so Paul Rudd talks about how, you know, he can't afford to sign new bands. So he can't even afford to sign a hot 15-year-old. Uh, meanwhile, Graham Parker is... <laughs> He's doing this interview with the Jewish Journal. <laughs> not not Rolling Stones. Not yeah. Um, and he's he's wearing this like Oreo hat. <laughs> yeah, he likes cookies. <laughs> I think Paul Rudder asks, like, you know, is, does he have a sponsorship or something? And I think it's Lena Dunham says, I think he just likes Oreos. <laughs> you know, I like it. It's pure. <laughs> It's something an old man would do, though. Exactly. Put yeah. on the white New Balances and the Oreo hat. <laughs> the Pete Carroll signatures. Yeah. <laughs> but so Paul Rudd and Leslie Mann at home, they start. It's not really a fight, but they kind of start talking about all the stuff they're you know going through in therapy. Leslie Mann is like, you know, we're going to blink and be 90. And Paul Rudd's just like, what are you talking about right now? But so they agree that they need to exercise every day. They need to go to therapy at least once a week. They need to work on our anger. Stop smoking. Watch what they eat. More so, Leslie Mann needs to stop smoking and Paul Rudd needs to watch what he eats because he eats cupcakes literally every day. What's wrong with that? He has Sprinkles cupcakes. Those are delicious. Whatever. Yeah, next time you come down, we'll go to Sprinkles. <laughs> All right. We'll get some cupcakes. We will not be wa- watching our cholesterol. Next time you come That'll up, we can go to tacos and some in and out. Oh, fucking Trejos. Um, next time you come up, we can go to <laughs> Trophy and get cupcakes. All right. And then dicks. Yep. And taco time. We, we and don't taco time. We don't have a really good taco yeah. voice. <laughs> I like taco. I kind of miss taco time in the tots. Ew. <laughs> Ew. It's not Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's better than Taco Bell, but I don't know that you need to miss it. Well, I, I do have Del Taco to kind of fill that hole. Where you can God. get tacos and fries? <laughs> yes. I, you can still get tots at Del Taco. And now they have avocado. Oh. Does it cost extra? I know. 75 cents. Why is the guac extra? I have no idea. It's cheap. So, okay. Anyways, uh, Leslie Mann pulls out her computer and they watch some security footage to see if Megan Fox is indeed stealing from the store. Uh, they don't see her stealing from the store, but they do see her just fucking all over the store. <laughs> all over the place. Some dude comes in and they're just banging every part of the store. 
And this has like a complete like glass front. So people walking by could see what's happening. Uh, yeah. And as far as I can tell, they were open. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't seem like the store was closed. No, and it's LA, so people probably walk by and be like, oh, just another Bang Bros shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Banger Bros? Banger Bros. Future uh, arena sponsor of the Miami Heat. <laughs> uh, I just put Rudd farts in my notes. I don't know why that was worthy of me putting in my notes. but <laughs> Oh, because he farts in bed. And she gets so annoyed because she's like, you're so gross. And I relate to that. <laughs> What? I'm a man. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you, you, it, it's not nice. It's not good to hold it in. No, it's it's done healthy. But you could leave the bed. That sounds That's like a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> what do you want to do? Go outside in the cold? Kind of. <laughs> not Barney Stinson. <laughs> the balcony. <laughs> But so uh, we see them both there individually go to their respective doctors. Leslie Mann is getting a mammogram and we just watch her get her boob smashed repeatedly. And she, she's just like, ow, my boob is in there. Kevin was so bothered by that. And I didn't know that he knew nothing about mammograms until that moment. Yeah, I totally tuned that out from the last time we watched it, like watching it last night. I'm like. That is so uncomfortable. I'm sorry you have to go through that. He was like, what are they doing? And I was like, oh, my God, it's a mammogram. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, thought there was just some like, you know, medieval torture device or something like that. Because, <laughs> you know, Paul Rudd's getting fisted at this point as well. I, I thought they just like cupped the boob and made you turn your head and cough. That's that's, that's all they do. To that's us, what right? I thought, too. <laughs> Would have been nice. <laughs> no, I've heard tale of the mammogram. I've, this, this was the first time I'd seen it for myself. Mm. And it does not look pleasant, I will say. Yeah. Not often depicted in film. That's the only time I've ever seen one in film. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at the same time, Paul Rudd is getting a hernia test, which, if you don't know, means a doctor takes his finger and he puts it in the huh. And then in he, through the outdoor. Uh, and then he makes you turn your head and cough. Uh, is, it, is, it, is Leslie Mann the one that gets the colonoscopy? Or is that Paul Rudd? I think no. It's Leslie Mann. Okay. She's all high when it happens. Yeah, that's right. And he's he's like, I'm about four feet in now, and she goes, "That's what he said." <laughs> he did not see that. <laughs> four feet? That would be terrifying. That that's that's drag it on the ground behind you at that point. Yeah, that's tripod material. Like, <laughs> um. Yeah, and then she's also at the dentist getting high. <laughs> she's got like the breathe the, through your nose, the laughing gas on, and she's, you know, laughing it up. And he, the guy's like, "Let's turn down the gas," and she's like, "No, turn it up." <laughs> you should get something fun out of going to the dentist. I guess, yeah. Um, I guess the hernia test is the the cup and the balls, the col- the uh, rectal yes. exam. That's what. That's when yeah, Paul that's Red, the prostate. Yeah, that's when he gets the finger in the. Huh. Yeah, I got to do that soon. Couple years. Uh, yeah, that's 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 a forty thing. You probably should have done it already. Yep, forty-five. Good thing I'm only thirty-nine. 45, my doctor said forty-five. Yeah. I thought it was forty. I thought it was forty-two, but my doctor said forty-five. I think he's making it up, but that's okay. He's putting it. I off. could be yeah. making it up. He's stalling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm fine with prostate cancer at this point. <laughs> Quit. Stalling. I can beat that. 
Uh, she also goes to the gynecologist, which, from what I hear, is also its own hellscape. You guys don't want to know. I don't think you could handle it if you couldn't handle the mammogram. That's probably true. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. All right. <laughs> but so moving on. So Leslie Mann is trying to bargain with Paul Rudd. Uh, in order to get a cigarette, she offers him a blowjob. <laughs> so she's going down on him and the daughters start interrupting. And oh they're both just, they're both just like, fuck off. <laughs> We're busy. Those kids are just screaming and screaming. Oh. Those yeah, the kids are screamers. They're they constantly have not been screaming. raised very well. Very dramatic children. Yeah. Like they're actresses or something. <laughs> so Paul Rudd goes to his dad's. His dad is played by Albert Brooks. Legendary Albert Brooks. The great Albert Brooks, who that's that's not his real name. It's not? Nope. His real name is Albert Einstein. No, it's not. It is. I promise you. Oh, shit. Today I learned. Did you know that he's related to Super Dave Osborne? No. <laughs> but they do kind of look alike now that you mention it. Dave Osborne, not his real name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do remember his is like... Dave Einstein. Is it Einstein too? <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Super Dave. So yeah, his dad has uh, a, I don't know how new this wife is, but he's, he's got, you know, it's not Paul Rudd's mom, but he's got a, a younger wife and he, they have triplets. No. Just three little toe heads running around. Terrifying. Obviously, one of them is not the real parent. Yeah. Alexander Skarsgård did a drive-by. <laughs> but so Paul Rudd tells, tells his dad, he says, look, you know, I, I, been giving you all this money and I just I just can't do it anymore. Like I can't afford it. And Albert Brooks is like, you can't cut me off. I have three kids. What do you want me to do? Kill one of them? All right. Come on, boys, line up for murder. <laughs> Again, a very dramatic family. Very yeah. dramatic. And you know, honestly, I don't see anything wrong with that. Sometimes you have to call the herd. <laughs> but he just sprays them with the hose. That's the murder. Oh, that's not going to get it done unless you'd like blast them down the throat or something <laughs> constantly. That's like a Friday the 13th movie. Waterboard them. <laughs> but Albert Brooks tells the story about how your mother wanted you aborted and we were on our way to the abortion clinic and I wanted to stop for pizza. And while we were stopped, uh, you know, I, she changed her mind. So pizza saved your life. And so I don't was, believe that whatsoever. No, of course not. Unless you got like really bad heartburn. It's just like, you know, I, I would think I just want to go home, get a Tums, like yeah. <laughs> take a nap, have some milk. But some part like, all right, so what do I owe you for saving my life? Al Brooks like, eh, just keep paying like you've been paying and we'll call it even. <laughs> Fast forwarding, we find out that he paid his dad $80,000. Over a couple year period. Over a couple years, yeah. I think this was a point in the movie where I told Kevin I could never put up with not knowing that much about finances. The Debbie's just in the dark. I would freak out. Yeah, she would beat me to death if I was giving my dad any grand. (laughs) I would know, too. I would notice. Yeah, she watches our bank account like a hawk. (laughs) 
Yeah, that was the thing I was wondering. Like, they didn't do they not share a bank account or how like how is he it didn't seem like it, right? Like she would just be like, We're okay, right? And just didn't seem to have any concept of it. And I was like, How does that work? I don't yeah. know that way. Yeah. I just I get don't... told stop it. <laughs> <laughs> See, we we have separate bank accounts. I my money's my money. I do what I want. There you go. I just get like told no more hundred dollar trips to Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> no more Shafanad or whatever. <laughs> That's right. I made it terrible to dinner tonight. She didn't finish it. He did. It was terrible. I feel bad because I appreciate the effort, but it was so bad. What was it? What'd In you concept, make? it was like this Gordon Ramsay recipe that oh. I like mo- modified. Like it was supposed to be like a noodle dish, but I used zoodles and ground turkey instead of like pork, and it just fell flat. You probably weren't mean enough to it. I wasn't mean. I didn't call it you know, a donkey or a, a Muppet. <laughs> An idiot sandwich. <laughs> also, you're not enough of a hair guy. No, the hair is going away. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is not. No, you're lucky. Oh. You got you got some locks. You got a salad, as the hockey players would say. What? They don't say that. Because you're wearing a crack. I thought they called it a salad. They call it a flow. Oh, my bad. Well, you are wearing a Kraken thing, so. I am. Yeah, I went to the uh, Kraken uh, skills competition thing today. Oh, nice. So, yeah, uh, back to the movie. Uh, meanwhile, Leslie Mann's dad is played by John Lithgow. Yay! Love John Lithgow. His second appearance. Uh, his second movie with Leslie Mann on the podcast. I wonder if he's going to complete the trifecta. Uh, <clears throat> Harry and the Hendersons. Um, interesting that they were lovers in Orange County. <laughs> That's a good point. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Father and daughter in this one. Uh, But he's not around much. He actually like left when she was little. And is now like trying to, you know, kind of make amends and be back in her life. But he also has young kids. What's with these old men having young kids? I have no idea, but they should stop it. Seriously. Nobody wants an old dad. No. With old balls. (laughs) Old balls. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah that's kind of his excuse for why he's not around much now he says you know i have young kids and you have young kids and you know life just gets in the way you can't play with your uncles i guess yeah um but so leslie Mann makes this home-cooked meal um she just, she just gives the people gives the family dry lettuce and calls it a salad because dressing it will kill you just dressing gets in the way of of the taste of lettuce is what they say (laughs) the lettuce flavor which tastes like you know crunchy water right especially if it's iceberg lettuce yeah but so then they set this rule that we're not going to have any more computers in the house we're not going to be spending all this time on our phones and on our screens so we're going to have Half an hour a night, you can have between 8 and 8.30, we'll turn the Wi-Fi on. But that's when Perfect Strangers is on. In like 1985. Uh, I can't remember the Perfect Strangers theme. All that's in my head is Full House. (laughs) It's on Netflix. How does the theme go? Do you remember? Uh, God, what is it? Something about rain and thunder, wind and rain. Some things will never change because it's my life. 
my dreams and nothing's going to stop me now. Yes, I got it. <laughs> I'd like to go on record that I've never heard of this because I'm not old and in my 40s. Anyway. Wait, wait. You, you've never heard <laughs> of Perfect Strangers? I don't remember the theme. I didn't seek out watching it. Cousin Larry? Balky Bartakamoos? Nah. <laughs> nope. She doesn't like 80s sitcoms. It's weird. I was five years old at the very end of the 80s. It's not really like an era where I have a lot of television memories. It Like, she was 30 when she watched Back to the Future for the first time. That's true. What about Full House? I watched that. Yeah. What's, what about Step by Step? Mm, I don't think so. Boy Meets no, World. TV's Patrick Duffy. <laughs> was that his start? I didn't know that. Yeah. No, his start was on Dallas. Oh, that's true. That was in the 70s. He, he was JR and he died and then he came back because it was all a dream. Yeah. That was, was fucking stupid. They're like, well, that bomb. Retcon. <laughs> and then didn't they reboot Dallas? Yes, and I think it lasted like half a season. I think they made a new Dallas, and yeah, nobody cared. Yeah, not at all. It looked like they did absolutely nothing to upgrade it. It just was, you know, a soap opera on at night. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, on TV's Patrick Duffy. Exactly. Was he in it? Was he in the new one? I have no idea, but I'm going to assume so. I, th- I think maybe he was. Um, but this is actually like one of the... It's like one of those little goofy things that I find funny when uh, Iris takes the... I think it's a phone. It's a phone or an iPad. Oh, it's an iPad. And it's got like the monkey face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no more Wi-Fi. <laughs> and it and talks along with her. Yeah. In like a monkey voice. I don't know why I find that so funny, but I do. And It's cute when a kid does it. Can you, can you imagine Paul Rudd doing it? I'm like, that's annoying. <laughs> like, what's wrong with him? Yeah. But so Maude is like, you know, if I can't get on the computer, like, what am I supposed to do? And they're like, you, you could build a fort outside you could play with sticks <laughs> that's fun to do go outside <laughs> yeah you, you could play kick the can <laughs> you get a tire to stick and roll it down the street <laughs> that was my favorite one <laughs> eating goober peas um, <laughs> look at my hoop leslie okay so, so paul Rudd and leslie man decide they need time away from the kids so they're gonna take a trip to laguna Yay, fancy. So they're driving up, driving up the PCH, and they're talking about their daughters, and they're just like, you know, these, these girls are little bitches. It's like, <laughs> yeah, they're selfish assholes. I love them. <laughs> I miss them now already. What about our dogs? <laughs> that they're little bitches and selfish assholes, but you love them? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Some other choice words, but you know. But so they're hanging out in the hotel room and Leslie Man is just like, why, why do we fight? Like, this is so nice. And Barbara's just like, I don't know. And she's like, you know, you're a dick sometimes. And he goes, yeah, I am. People think I'm nice, <laughs> but I'm such a dick. The real Paul um, Rudd coming out. Yeah. He's like, eh, and you know, like, I feel like you want to kill me sometimes. And she's like, I do. He says, well, <laughs> how would you do it? She's like, I'd poison your cupcakes that you pretend not to eat every day. <laughs> I like that. I think that's diabolical. Is that how you'd kill me? You don't eat cupcakes every day, but it would be food based for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna stop eating Cheerios in the morning. <laughs> the fuck you are. <laughs> Have some Cheerios. 
But Paul Rudd too, he's just like, oh, that's, that's great. I love it. She's like, yeah, like you'd be so weak and sweet and I could take care of you while also killing you. <laughs> that is something you would do. <laughs> it's disturbing and vengeful. I like it. This is Scorpio and her. <laughs> True. Um, but he says, she says, you know, what about me? And he's like, oh, I'd, I'd put you in a wood chipper. <laughs> She's like, a Kind wood of brutal, but very efficient. Yeah, he's like, have you seen Fargo? <laughs> yeah, but he was dead before they went to the wood chipper. That's that's true. Uh, but she's like, that's a terrible idea. Like, cupcakes is a way better plan. He's like, yeah, you're right. I guess I guess I just won't murder you. And she's like, oh. <laughs> I'd rig one of your Lacroix to explode. That makes sense. Yeah. I want um, I want to do it like. In a, in a surprising and horrific way. That way your ghost haunts me and you never leave. Aww. But I guess I could leave you alive. <laughs> yeah, or that. But so then Paul Red is just like, oh, I, I brought this uh, medical marijuana cookie. Like, we, should, we should get high and then order the entire room service menu. So um, they... Start eating this cookie, and they're like, "How much are we supposed to eat?" And they eat way too much. They eat the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, um, you, you're supposed to take a bite. You're supposed, to, yeah. From what I hear, you're supposed to take a bite and wait ten minutes. Not split the cookie in half and just you know go to town. Yeah, they they just inhale it. And um, Leslie Man's like, "Should should we watch porn?" And Paul Rudd's like. Should we get a block of porn? It makes more sense economically. Yeah, she's like, I don't think we need 24 hours of porn. He's like, yeah, but you buy two porns. It's the same price as getting 24 hours of porn. I'm just saying it's a better value. <laughs> He's just being economical. He's done his research. Yeah, he, he knows his hotel room porn. My question is, do you even need two porns? Like, that's... Even that seems... I think you need... That's where I get lost. I wouldn't think so. Maybe half. Yeah, like you're just going to fast forward to the good bits anyways, right? Right. Yeah, I think one would more than do it. Yeah. Unless, I mean, unless you just really get tangled up in the story. Yeah. That's literally never happened to me. Some of those have, you know, really deep stories, like, you know, Space Nuts. Is that a Spaceballs parody? Probably. I assume that's what they called it. Um, I like the parody ones. I think they're they're funny. They're pretty funny. I think, they're, although they're funny because they're so bad. No, they're terrible. It's just like some guy like painted green. He's like, I'm the Hulk. Are you now? <laughs> you look like you're 165 pounds. He's like, I'm the Hulk. I'm going to fuck you, Wonder Woman. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense. No, not at all. And she's like, give me that green dick. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, they're talking about like celebrities and Paul Rudd is just like, you know, um, he says, you know, like, like Prince, like, you know, that Prince fucks. It's like, I wish I, I wish I could fuck like Prince. I fuck like David Schwimmer. <laughs> <laughs> Poor David Schwimmer. <laughs> um, and then the like, the, they literally order the entire Maybe not the entire menu, but they order at least all the desserts. The, they, 
what was it? Two carts of like cake came in. Yeah. Do you guys watch Superstore? I did. Did you recognize the uh, room service guy? No, I paid no attention. It was Bo. Superstore. <gasps> oh, fun! Wah, wah, wah. Look at that. <laughs> I don't know who Bo is. Uh, okay. He's Cheyenne's boyfriend. Oh, the like the white redneck rapper guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, with like this squirrely little mustache. Yeah. The one who always goes, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> He's really He's funny terrible. on TikTok, too. <laughs> Is really? he? Yeah. I don't really use TikTok. Maybe I should. I don't want to be spied on by the Chinese. I just don't want to pretend to be hip. I can't handle it anymore. <laughs> We're too old for that shit. Follow us on TikTok at Cult of Splat. Um. <laughs> <laughs> As we bash that platform. <laughs> but so they go home. And they're kind of sitting in the driveway and they're just like, that was nice. And then all of a sudden, the kids come screaming out of the house. Maude is just like, Charlotte is crying because she has an ear infection again. By the way, they left the kids with Jody. That was a terrible idea. Yeah. No. Like, no. That girl doesn't probably know how to breathe properly. Yeah, especially with what we find out about Jody later. Exactly. I'm shocked she's still alive, actually. Yeah. What's the Paul Rudd is just like, welcome home. Fun time's over. But so they go in and uh, Iris is just bawling. She says, you know, my ear hurts so bad. And so uh, Leslie Mann is just like, all right, we're going to the Eastern doctor. And Paul Rudd says. I thought they said Easter doctor. I'm like, from Easter Island? (laughs) (laughs) What would you call someone from Easter Island? Would they be called Eastern? Yes. Eastern Islander? An Easterner? An an Asterian? (laughs) Huh. Interesting. We have to look that one up. Yeah. But Paul Rudd says, if she's in this much pain, shouldn't we take her to a real doctor? Leslie Mann just like, you know, shoots daggers out of her eye. Yeah. How dare you? But so they go to this doctor and this, Kevin, I really wish that you have seen Greasy Strangler. Because this guy has one of my favorite scenes in Greasy Strangler where he's he's trying to say potato and he keeps saying Porto. Porto. <laughs> and like this other guy. I'll is watch like, it soon, I promise. Yeah. I'm, oh, by the way, go join us on Patreon because we want to do a bonus content on Greasy Strangler. We well, do. I want to. <laughs> Patreon.com slash cultist plan. Um, it's the it's the dumbest scene, and it makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> uh, where was I? Okay. Uh, oh, so this this doctor tells him uh, no more sugar, no more wheat, and no more dairy. Oh boy! And Paul is just like, the fuck is left? Air. He says, you know, oh, it was well, she can eat fruits, and they, like you know. He has has a, a thick Eastern accent. And so um, Paul Rudd is just like, oh, she can eat fruits? Fr- fruits are okay. <laughs> Starts mocking fruits his accent. Fruits from the devil? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was kind of racist of Paul Rudd to do this. It was a little bit, yeah. Yeah. But so. He I should know better. You would think, yeah. Especially right to the guy's face. Yeah. At least wait till you're in the car. Yeah. But so they go home and Paul Rudd has a makeup mirror in between his legs. He's got his feet up in the air. He's not wearing any pants. 
and he's taking photos of his butthole. Been there. Um, Haven't actually. Okay, good. I was going to say, I don't know if I want to hear this story or not. but No. <laughs> if, if something like that was happening, I would go to the doctor immediately, and not the Eastern doctor, because, you know, I like wheat and gluten. And you wouldn't make Joanna look at your butthole? No, I would not. Not? I don't think I'm up for that, no. No. It's been 15 years, and, you know, some things you just don't do. You got to keep a little mystery in the relationship. And that's exactly what Leslie Mann says. Thanks for that segue. That's she right. Said, See, I'm on her side. <laughs> she says, you know, can we keep a small shred of, of mystery? Because he thinks he's got some kind of uh, anal fissure or hemorrhoid or something. Uh, he rides a, he rides a bike a lot. So that could, I imagine, cause hemorrhoids. Pop something. Yeah. But he's just like, I saw you have two babies. It's payback time. And she's, yeah, whose choice was that? Why would you look? Yeah, you stay, <laughs> you stay on the north side of the curtain. That's true, yeah. But she's like, I don't want to investigate your anus. <laughs> so finally she like takes one quick glance and she's like, it's a hemorrhoid. I was very, did he not like look at any of the pictures that he took? <laughs> yeah, he took so many pictures because he wanted to compare it to Google. But yeah, you never see him actually look at the pictures. I don't know. But so Leslie Mann is talking to Jody and she says, you know, um, uh, Jody says, everything that comes out of Megan Fox's mouth is a lie and everything that goes into it is dicks. <laughs> Which is such a good line. It's a great line. It's such a good line. And I love, Leslie Mann is like, is dicks? She's like, like a dick, one dick. <laughs> Multiple dicks from many angles. Um. But so yeah, Megan Fox has this this brand new Acura, and uh, you know Leslie Mann goes and confronts her, and she's like, "Oh, is that your new Acura out there? That's a really nice car." She's like, "Yeah, well, you know, it's not a fucking Porsche." <laughs> but she says, Leslie Mann says, "You know, I was just thinking, can you like wear some of the clothes that we have in the store to kind of promote them and stuff?" And so she's like, "Oh yeah, no problem," and just pops off her shirt right there in the middle of the store. Hmm. I'm just gonna pop off my shirt here real quick. <laughs> Do you like what I'm presenting you with? <laughs> the implication, Taylor. The implication. <laughs> but so Leslie Mann looks at her and she's just like, you have an amazing body. And Megan Fox is like, really? You think so? And she's like, yeah. Like, are, are those real? Megan Fox is like, my tits? Yeah. You, you want to touch them? So Leslie Mann starts like poking her tits and like pushing them up. And she's like, they're, they're like memory foam. They're like Tempur-Pedic. <laughs> She says, my kid sucked the meat right out of mine. <laughs> Which I don't think that's how that works. I, I, yeah, I don't think that's how that works either. Yeah. But she's like, my boobs are gone. They didn't even say goodbye. <laughs> like she looks at her and she just goes, I just, I feel really bad about myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul Rudd's on the phone with, I guess, probably a real estate agent. And he says, you know, that that offer is like way less than, than we were hoping for. And the person on the other end is like, well, you know, as bad as the market is, it's actually like you're gaining money because this is so much more than you deserve. (laughs) (laughs) The word deserve in there being like, then what it's worth or something like just deserve feels like such an insult. Like it feels like a dig. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're a piece of shit human and you know, you're, you should be lucky to break even. (laughs) Yeah. 
But she says, you know, these people don't even know they're offering too much. <laughs> well, they're taking advantage of somebody. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the real estate agent says, can you, you know, talk to, to Leslie Mann and, and see if she'd be up for it? And he's like, no, she has unrealistic expectations, which feels feels a lot deeper than just the house. Right. Uh, like so, keeping the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, is this the day of their party? No. Uh, Albert Brooks comes over with the triplets and he like, he picks one of them up and he's like, hey, Trevor. And then he like, looks at it again. And he goes, Jack. And the kid's like, <laughs> you, you hear the kid go, my daddy doesn't know my name. <laughs> <laughs> but Leslie Mann is like scrounging up all the chips and bread and everything. And she says, you know, we're, we're getting rid of everything with gluten. And Albert Brooks is like, what's wrong with gluten? It's good for you. It's wheat. She's like, don't you watch Dr. Oz? And he goes, as in Wizard of? (laughs) (laughs) There was many Dr. Oz references. And, you know, it's a little uncomfortable now. Yeah, that didn't age well. I've always been of the mindset that Dr. Oz is a piece of shit. I mean, most smart people have. He was popular for a while. And then we all learned. That's because he was on Oprah. They all learned. Exactly. The Oprah phase, he was popular. Yeah. Yeah. Oprah gave us Dr. Oz and Dr. Phil. Uh, Oprah, stop with the doctors. <laughs> yeah, no more doctors for Oprah. Yeah, let's put doctors in quotes too. Yeah. Um, but so, um, Maud asks if she, since she has a friend over, says her friend Wendy over, and says, you know, can, can we use the computer? And Leslie Mann tells her, you know, you know the rules, eight to eight thirty. That's the only computer time in this in this house. She's like, well, you know, I thought maybe since I have a friend over, we, we could kind of bend the rules. And, you know, Lizzie Man's like, no, why don't you guys go outside and build a fort? Like, Wendy, you ever built a fort before? <laughs> She's like, what, like on Facebook? No. <laughs> that girl had dead eyes. Yeah, she did. Like a doll's eyes. Like a doll's eyes. The blackest eyes. <laughs> That's from but- Jaws. Good for it. <laughs> Um, but you know, uh, Albert Brooks says, you know, I'll, I'll take all this. I'll, we'd still eat gluten. Leslie man is like, don't you want to live long enough to see your kids grow up? And he's like, yeah, well, that's pretty much up to God at this point. She's I like, have really? no say in the matter anymore. She's like, you really want your kids eating this? And he goes, my kids eat grass. This is fine. <laughs> and who knows what actually makes you live longer? You know, George Burns drank every day and smoke like 30 cigars a day and he lived 103 and like you have like fully fit marathon runners like dropping dead at like 30 now well that's because of the vaccine that's true oh no (laughs) we are pro vaccine on this podcast we are vaxxed and boosted to the max and guess what we're fucking fine yeah we have not died yet i'm not having a seizure right now (laughs) can confirm so, uh, Paul Rudd and Leslie Mann s- steal Maud's. Well, I guess they already confiscated it, so they didn't really—they aren't really stealing it. But they take Maud's iPad and they're looking through her iChats, and she's talking to this kid Joseph. Oh no! Who this kid was? He was on Community. That's like, if you've seen anything with this kid, you recognize this kid. This kid is very distinctive looking. Very recognizable face. Mm-hmm. I Are think those he, his real teeth? I, I was gonna say, I think he already has adult teeth because those teeth are way too big for his mouth. Yeah, they're way too big. But his name is Joseph. 
and he's making this hot or not list. And, um, you know, Maude is telling him how stupid it is and stuff. And he says, you know, oh, we're just, we're just having fun. Don't be a bitch. And has this kid looked in a mirror? Yeah, right. Because he looks like Tom Petty. <laughs> Tom Petty looking motherfucker. <laughs> she said he looked like Tom Petty in a negative way. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Petty was not an attractive man at any point in time. Not really, no. But, um, you know, they're kind of going back and forth. She's like, don't call me a bitch. She's like, I didn't call you a bitch. I said, don't be a bitch. And, you know, that whole thing. And and, and then there's a emoji of a panda doing push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> I think it's just cute. <laughs> I've never seen an emoji of a panda doing push-ups. And Joanna sends a lot of emojis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think there is one that I know of. No, I think they just made that up. Remember when you had to buy emojis? No. Oh, yeah. Like I don't emojis... remember that. Was that something? I guess I just ignored it until it became widespread. Yeah, I think I just used like, you know, ASCII. <laughs> yeah, you used to have to like buy, like they came in like bundles and it was like oh, six emojis what? or something. Like, yeah, it was stupid. I don't know why anybody would ever spend money on that, but. God, no. But so Paul Red gets a phone call. And uh, it's Chris O'Dowd, and he tells him that the the new rumor record has sold 612 copies. Yes. That is not a lot. No. He goes, Aren't, are you like missing some zeros there? And Chris O'Dowd says, oh, there's lots of zeros, but they're all before 612. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul Rudd is like, look, I started a record label because I couldn't find a real job. I have no other options. Well, maybe he should have thought about doing something else with his life. Yeah, really? Because he's not very good at this. But so the next day, Leslie Mann goes to their accountant, played by the incomparable Michael Ian Black. Oh, I love that guy. Uh, his second appearance. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't if this think it's his last either. Official. You'll have to check. We'll yeah, I don't know if this is on his Rotten Tomatoes page or not, because it's not a big role. But he says, you know, you you are missing $10,000 from the store. Uh, and, you know, couple that with Paul Rudd's record not selling. And she's just like, wait, the record's not selling? I thought, thought you know, they wouldn't get any numbers for another couple weeks. And he's like, well, you know, we got the numbers and they're not good. He says, you know, plus the $80,000 that you gave to his father. And she's just like, the what? <laughs> How much? Yeah. And he says, you know, plus you guys missed a mortgage payment. Uh, plus the rental on the office. So he says, but don't worry. You know, this this is what we're here for. We're here for times just like this. And she says, all right, well, what are you going to do? And he goes, there's not much we can do. <laughs> you guys are so fucked. Very helpful. <laughs> but so at the record label, um, Chris O'Dowd is telling Paul Rudd, he's like, you have to get the rumor because right now it's just Graham Parker. And they're going to do this like concert with with Graham Parker. And he's like, I can't sell a reunion concert with one fucking guy. Like, I need the band. It'd be like a GNR uh, reunion with just Slash. Or it'd be like a GNR reunion with Buckethead. Yeah. Like, it's a or Chinese Steven democracy Adler. reunion. <laughs> when there is just Axel. <laughs> Nobody liked Chinese democracy. No, they had one good song and that was it. Not good. Um. But so he's, uh, Paul Rudd starts yelling at him like like he's going to fire him. 
And Chris O'Dowd is like, you know, you, I have responsibilities. Like, you can't fire me. And Paul is like, you have responsibilities. I have responsibilities that I have to feed. I can't just get high, jerk off, and go to Tommy's Chili Burger at 3 a.m. And Chris O'Dowd says, that's not even the order that happens in. <laughs> what order would that happen? See, see, jerk off and then get high? That seems more likely. Yeah, because I guess if, if you get too high, you might forget to jerk off. But and then after you'd want a chili burger, I assume. Ew. Joanna doesn't like chili. I don't. What? I'm not allowed to have it. This is a whole other controversial topic. We don't have time for that in this podcast. <laughs> this is why we have to go to therapy once a week. <laughs> chili therapy. Yeah. Chili, 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 chili. <laughs> chili. Chili. The Does word she let doesn't you... bother me. It's just a gross food. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like the chili pepper and the Cuban getter. Yeah. I was just quoting grind. Because I love grind. I don't know that reference. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, maybe you should listen to the podcast, Joanna. That's right. <laughs> Literally have never done that. <laughs> we need to but vet our guests better. <laughs> <laughs> but so Chris O'Dowd starts yelling at Paul Rudd. And he says, you know, you, you spend money on shit. Like, why did you spend $30,000 on a neon sign that's inside? It's not even outside. We know where we work. That's a good point. He says, how much would it cost to fly in the rumor? And um, uh, what's her face? Lena Dunham is like $12,000. And he's like, all right, fine. Just just do it. Just put it on my Amex. Meanwhile, Leslie Mann is at the gynecologist. And she's just like, this is impossible. Like, you, you, you said this was impossible. And the guy was just like, I try not to use the word impossible. And she's like, well, you said that my fibroid, I'm not sure what a fibroid is. Don't know either. She says, uh, you said my fibroid was like the boulder from Indiana Jones blocking my uterus. (laughs) The doctor says, yeah, I really need to stop using that analogy. (laughs) But he says, you know, the Eastern medicine must be working because your fibroid has shrunk and allowed you to get pregnant. And she just goes, what? He's like, yeah, you're pregnant. She goes, no. <laughs> that's that's her reaction. Just no. My favorite is he's like, congratulations, and then she's like, no. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Do you do abortions here? <laughs> and then, like, you know, he's eventually she starts faking it clearly, and she's just like, you know, I'm I'm so happy. And she's like about to sad cry, not happy cry, hard yeah. sad cry. But so Paul Rudd, since he can't give his dad any more money, he takes this John Lennon drawing that he has in his office and he takes it to his dad and he gives it to him. And he says, here, use this, sell it this way. I'm giving you money without really giving you money. And he says, you know, I bought it for five grand three years ago or whatever. He's like, I don't know what it's worth now. And his dad is just like, I don't, I don't know how to do all that. Like I ask you for money. You give me a task. Like and he's like, just go online. Like it's, fucking easy yeah and Albert Brooks is like yeah Albert Brooks is like don't don't beat me up if I only get three hundred dollars he's like you don't take anything less than sixty five hundred <laughs> and then Albert Brooks is just like all right well you know what what, what should I bring to the party should I bring some wine <laughs> Paul Rudd says 
please don't buy wine with my money and then give it to me at my party. Yeah, that just upset me. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, don't buy someone something with their own money, period. What, no matter what it is. Right. And Albert Brooks says, how do I call eBay? 1-800-EBAY, duh. Yeah, obviously. But so they go to the school. Uh, they're watching Maud paint a set for a play, which is weird. I didn't think that was usually open to the public. Yeah, that is odd because you're literally watching paint dry at that point. Yeah. I just don't know why you would bother. I mean, I'm sure they love the parents in whatever, but why? And there's yeah. no point to that. Yeah. But Leslie Mann asks Paul Rudd, do you ever wish we had a bigger family? And he's like, oh, God, no, not for a second. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, one, breeze. Two, brutal. Three, put a fucking bullet in my head. He's like, plus, no kid wants that. No kid wants to be at their high school graduation. Like, well, where's your mommy? Oh, she's the one in the wheelchair eating an old cracker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, a nice cracker soaked in some chicken broth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So it's all mushy and moist. Moist. <laughs> moist. Moist. Well, I thought she left. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hate the word no, moist still... as most as other women? I mean, it's not good. I don't know. I'm not super bothered. What about panties? You know, it really depends on who's saying it. That's really the problem with that word. <laughs> what if, what if, Are those what if the they... panties your mother laid out for you? <laughs> What if they say it like that? Like panties. Oh, that's very strange and assertive. I don't know. (laughs) Panties. Panties. But so Leslie Mann walks out of the gym and she runs into Joseph. And she starts like just yelling at him. And she's just like, I'm going to make my own hot list. And you're not going to be on it. You mini Tom Petty. (laughs) She says, look at your hair. You look like you put your Justin Bieber wig on backwards. Why why are you wearing a tank top? Show off your cool, hairless pits. (laughs) And that really got him. That's the one that put it over the edge. Yeah, he like starts crying. She's just like, you know, if I ever hear you call my daughter a bitch again, I will come down here and I will fuck you up. (laughs) And he's just like, okay, I'm I'm sorry. Like, and she's like, what what's going on? Like, why are you being nice? And he goes, I my my mom's going through menopause too. And she's just like, excuse me. He's like, that's what's happening, right? You're going through menopause? And she's like, I'm not going through menopause. I'm pregnant, you little bitch. God damn it. Unless <laughs> she walks away just going, God damn it. <laughs> but so that night, she goes home. She like opens the bathroom door while Paul Rudd's pretending to take a shit while he plays Scrabble or whatever. And she's like, hey, I'm going out with Megan Fox to see if she's stealing. And he's like, well, I've got the concert tonight. Who's going to watch the kids? And she's like, figure it out. I'm done with the shit. That's what I say, homie. That's what I say. I say, figure it out. And he just gives her the finger as she walks away. So mad at each other all the time. Yeah. But so her and Megan Fox go out to this like nightclub. And Leslie Mann's like, I thought we were going to go to like a, a coffee house or something. And she's like, oh, you want coffee? They have coffee here. They got all kinds of drinks here. <laughs> I like how she's really paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's just like, you know, I thought we could just go somewhere quiet and talk. She's like, this, this place can be quiet. Like as the music is screaming at her. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, this corner over here is quiet sometimes. Sometimes when there's not like, you know, a huge speaker pounding bass at you. 
Yeah. Or As a you bunch can tell, of- we go to a lot of clubs. <laughs> douche, douche, douche. Um, <laughs> uh, or a bunch of Philadelphia Flyers yelling in your face, which is what happens. That's true. They, they meet a bunch of Philadelphia Flyers uh, players. And We're, Wyatt Russell. And Wyatt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> he was One a Philadelphia guy- Flyer, right? He just wasn't Sh- Wyatt Russell, like, you know, preying upon women. <laughs> Why is phrase it like that? One guy takes his teeth out and then like Megan Fox puts them in her mouth. Oh, that was gross. That's that so was disgusting. Uh, meanwhile, back at the rumor concert, there's 25 people there. Maybe Paul Rudd's just that. like, yeah, Paul's just like, come, come on down, you know, fill these empty seats in the front. <laughs> and Paul Rudd, you know, he turns to Chris O'Dowd and he's just like, where, where are all their fans? He says, well, you know, it's hard to like a band when you know that they all remember D-Day. <laughs> He's like, what about like celebrities? And Chris and I was like, well, you know, the guy from Green Day is here. And sure enough, <laughs> Billy Joe Armstrong is sitting, sitting there at one of the tables. Who, like Paul Rudd, has not aged since 1995. Yeah. That dude still looks good. So looks the same. But uh, Chris O'Dowd says, you know, you got to get a picture of them together. And Paul Rudd says... Um, you know, he he said he didn't want to do any press. He's just here as a fan. And Chris O'Dowd is just like, oh, that's that's so fucking punk rock of him. Like, oh, Billy Joe, you're so cool. <laughs> Billy Joe turns around. And he's like, fuck you, Tom Selleck. <laughs> you know, I have to give it like uh, Judd Apatow credit for like a couple like um, of the celebrity cameos that he's had in his movies. Like Billy Joe Armstrong was pretty funny in this. And then Eminem and his monologue and funny people was just killed me mm-hmm. I, I don't think I saw funny people just watch it for the Eminem monologue and you can turn it off after that okay. you don't need to watch the rest alright okay so meanwhile Leslie Mann is dancing with the flyers and then she goes and starts talking to Wyatt Russell and he says you know you, you don't have classically good dance moves but you really left it all <laughs> out there and I, I respect that it was relatable yeah neither of us can dance Mm-mm. Well, you're both very white. Oh, we so white. We are translucent. We're so, so white. <laughs> Why do we live in Southern California? We burn easily. <laughs> but he tells her, you know, we're having this thing back at the hotel, and you, you you should come by. And she's like, "You want me to come back to your hotel?" He's like, "Yeah, you you, you should come to the hotel." And she's like, "Do do you want to do sex with me?" <laughs> he's he's like, "Do sex? What are you bore at?" <laughs> but he says you know yeah you're you're hot and cool and nice and you have beautiful eyes and she says well Aww. you know I'm, I'm married and have two kids and i'm pregnant and he's like we call that a hat trick <laughs> but he says no i hope this isn't too forward but i i think that you're a rare find and i would totally do sex with you oh he's so nice so Paul Rudd goes up to Graham Parker and he says, hey, so, you know, we got the first numbers in and it's it's, it's about half of your last album. And Graham Jesus, Parker's like, he only like sold twelve hundred album before. Yeah. Graham, Graham Parker's just like, OK. And, and Paul Rudd's just like, you know, like, yeah, I'm look, I'm really sorry. He's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. What did you think it was going to sell? Like Graham Parker had no expectations. Zero. He's like, I'm 90 years old. No one, you know, I was there on D-Day. 
<laughs> no one's gonna listen to this shit. Yeah. And but so Paul is just like apologizing. He goes, Don't don't worry about me. Like my overhead is so low. He goes, in fact, I just got a song on Glee. Uh the kid in the wheelchair is gonna sing it to the Asian girl or something. I don't know. I don't watch the show. <laughs> no one watches the show. Yeah. He says, you know, the, the, the trick is just to make sure that you keep a small nut. And Paul Rudd's like, I don't have small nuts. I got big nuts. And I, and I got to provide for him. And then Billy Joe comes up and she's like, hey, let's go have a drink. You got a song on Glee? That's awesome. Nice. <laughs> so um, Leslie Mann takes Megan Fox home, sees that she lives in this like awesome palatial apartment building. And she says, you know, finally she comes out and says, do you know why we're missing $12,000 from the store? And Megan Fox is like, what, you think I took it? Lizzie Mann says, well, you know, you live in a fancy apartment. You drive a fancy car. Megan Fox says, that's because I am an escort. A hooker. Oh, no, <laughs> not a hooker. An escort, but only three to five times a year. Ten max. <laughs> she says it's not prostitution because I don't have to sleep with them. But I always do. That's why I only do it four to eight times a year. Fifteen times max. That's yeah, One year I did that's 20. good customer service. Yeah, that's just going above the number beyond. just keeps creeping up, just creeps up. <laughs> yeah, because Leslie Mann says, you know, it's, I guess that's, you know, as long as you think it's safe. And she says, oh, it's, it's safe. That's why I only do it 10 to 30 times a year. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But so Megan Fox is like, no, it's it's Jody that's stealing. Like, she's a pilled out whore. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see that. And then Leslie Mann tells her that she hasn't told uh, Paul Rudd that she's pregnant yet. And she's let Megan Fox tells her, look, go home, suck his dick and then tell him. In fact, better yet, tell him while you're sucking his dick. I'm pregnant. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a good idea, honestly. Yeah. But, you like know, those, don't talk those in your mouthful. Well, there's that. <laughs> yeah, there's there's the manner of it. But also, yeah, you know, for, you're going to have those endorphins going. You'll just be like, oh, that's great. Yeah, cool. Whatever. Yeah. That's I'm fine, whatever. Done. We could have four. But so she goes home. Paul Rudd's doing something on his iPad. He's trying to send an email or something. And she's standing there with like with one titty out. Like that Lonely Island song. <laughs> one titty out. I wonder if it's based upon this movie. I think it came out before <laughs> this movie. Okay. She says, you know, what time do you have to go to work? And he goes, ah, like 10 minutes ago. And she's like, well, you want to be late? He's like, no, I, I, I really can't. Like, I, you know, we, we need the money. I need to, I need to work. And she says, you know, did you notice that I'm standing in front of you half naked? She says, no, is it, does that make you feel anything? And he's like, are you trying to start a fight? <laughs> <laughs> this is such a married conversation. That was so it funny. Really is. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm not trying to start a fight. I'm trying to fuck you. Oh, like, I got he's confused. Like, I, he's like, I didn't realize it was intentional. I didn't know if you knew your tail was out. Like, I thought I was being gallant. Nip slip. Yeah, it happens. You thought it was Janet Jackson. That's all. Right. I also love that he used Where the word Where is Timberlake? Why is he touching you? Um, But she says, you know, the, the problem with you is you're you're never in the moment. He says, no, I am in the moment. And I know because right now I want to get the fuck out of the moment. <laughs> My parents live in Cleveland, but I live in the moment. <laughs> but so then they do start fighting. She's like, why are you still giving your dad money? And he's like, you know, if you're going to, if we're going to talk, we need to talk the way that our therapist says that we need to talk. And she's like, okay, well, 
it makes me feel bad when you are dishonest. And he's like, well, okay, I understand that. And it hurts my feelings when you treat me with contempt because you trick me into lying. <laughs> she says, well, it makes me sad when it's so easy to make you lie because you're such a lying shitbag. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, you can't do that. Like the therapist said, you're not allowed to judge me. Yeah. No name calling. He's like, I only lie because I'm scared of your illogical, crazy reactions. She says, well, it triggers me. It triggers me that you lend your father money while your record company is bankrupt and we're on the verge of losing our fucking house. She's like, what else are you lying about? He goes, you know what? I've taken Viagra for two years. I ate six muffins downstairs a while ago and my cholesterol level is 305. My heart could explode at any second. These might very well be my last words. Oh, and I gave Charlotte antibiotics while you weren't looking. That's why her ear got better. So go fuck your witch doctor. I got stuck. You know, I missed that all because I'm like 305. You really don't want to be above like 175. He was real distracted with his cholesterol thinking. I was like, does this dude just eat like the gristle from steak? (laughs) Deep fried butter. Yeah. Constantly going to the PO up there, just getting like every deep fried thing there possibly is. Graham Parker hooked him up with some deep fried Oreos. <laughs> he's, he's just drinking the oil straight. <laughs> Leslie Man's like, what are we doing? Like, I, I can tell you don't like me. Like, we're not, we don't act like a married couple. We act like brother and sister. And he Ew. goes, no, we're like Simon and Garfunkel. And you made me the Garfunkel. She's like, ouch. She's like, what are you talking about? He goes, Art Garfunkel. She's like, what's wrong with Art Garfunkel? <laughs> He's like, Simon controls him. She goes, that's because Simon writes the songs. He's the better one. (laughs) And then she's just like, would we even be together if I hadn't gotten pregnant 14 years ago? And he's silent. He doesn't have an answer. Damn. And so she's just like, all right, that's it. Like, we're not having a party this weekend. And he's like, no. We, we are having a party because I paid for catering and I've invited everyone and I'm not going to call them back in two days when you change your mind. It's a good point. Just roll with it. Uh, in your relationship, who's the Simon and who's the Garfunkel? Mm, I feel like we're more Captain and Tennille, but no Chief. Ooh. <laughs> what about you? What are we... Which one's the bossy one? Simon. Captain. Simon. Yeah. Then that's me. <laughs> You're the Garfunkel. She's the Kevin. bossy one. I am the Garfunkel. What terrible <laughs> harmony. <laughs> but so they, the two of them just start being really kind of passive aggressive, not even really to each other, just kind of in general. Because like Paul Rudd's taking the girls to school, I guess. And he's just eating a bag of hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> Which is delicious looking. <laughs> just in and out. Yeah, I think they were just straight like double doubles. I they look like Big Macs to me. They, I don't they look they had the sesame seed bun and stuff. I don't think they were even in and out quality. That's a good point. Um but uh Iris just like, you know, how many of those are you gonna eat? And he's like, as many as I want. <laughs> I hate your mother. And he's like, stitches <laughs> get stitches. <laughs> yeah. she, she's like, I'm gonna tell mom, and he's like do it. Tell mom and see what happens. See how many Christmas presents you get. None. <laughs> Snitches wind up None. in ditches. 
<laughs> He's finally going to kill the daughter. Uh, yeah, so he, he drops Iris off at school, and then he gets confronted by Melissa McCarthy. She is a delight. No, she's not. Her little tirade in this movie is so funny. It has amazing lines. Meh. <laughs> they are so good. Agree to disagree, Taylor. <laughs> I don't like this. I'm do- I feel I feel uh, ganged up on. Does Lynn like Melissa McCarthy? I don't know. Where is yeah, she? I, I, Colorado. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> um, I think she does, but not like a lot. Okay. Um. I'll, okay, fine. I'll say it. The only thing I can stand Melissa McCarthy in? Gilmore Girls. There, I said it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Amazing role. <laughs> he just hates Alexis Bedell because she's not really a good actress, which is fair, at least especially in Gilmore Girls. She's so bad. It's it just turns out. part, you can tell. But she was on it for like nine years and didn't improve. In fact, I think she got worse as time went on. <laughs> she looks really hot in Sin City, though. I don't see it. I don't think she ever looks hot. I think she looks like a bird. Yeah, she looks like a child. <laughs> like in Sin City, when she's like got the, she's all black and white, but the her eyes are mm-hmm. like crystal blue. I mean, the eyes are cool, but it still just looks like a bird. Yeah, she was no Jessica <laughs> Alba. No, I agree. Uh, okay, where was I? Blah, 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 blah. Um, how often do you watch Gilmore Girls? And how much of Gilmore Girls have you seen? Our friendship relies on your answers here <laughs> i just finished the rewatch he loved it he did not. I, I every time she watched it i'd leave the room he pretends but he's watched enough of it by now he i I, the snippets. I know enough that's going on I, okay so i have not watched a lot of gilmore girls but i i have seen Melissa mccarthy on there and i know it's her only role where she's not just like dicks and shit and fucking dicks <laughs> <laughs> it's true they got that cw filter going <laughs> And I know that her name is Snooky St. James. Yeah, and like, I like how... Sookie, um, Sookie, Sookie or Snooky? Sookie. Sookie St. James. Snooky, I only know Sookie. that because of happy endings. <laughs> oh, there you go. And Jared Padalecki okay. was on it. I know that. Well, yeah. The Padman. I don't think he's going to be an all-star. Because I don't think he does I, movies. Outside the one. Well, yeah, I was going to say, we, we already had him on the podcast. Yeah, we, we've done his whole movie catalog. I mean, we didn't have him on the podcast. But. No. Yo, no, Jared Padalecki, if you want to come on the podcast, hit us up. We'll only talk about Supernatural for at least four hours. No more, though. I won't. I won't. I'm not listening to that about, either. I won't talk about Supernatural for any length of time. We'll bring Tony on for that episode. Yeah, Tony can talk about Supernatural all fucking day. You can take that one off. It'll be Tony and I that time. All right. Uh, okay. Anyway. Melissa, Melissa McCarthy is Joseph's mother. And she confronts um, Paul Rudd and is just like, hey, you know, I, I heard that your wife screamed at my son. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't take kindly to that. And Paul Rudd is just like, tell you what, you're like, your, your son is the problem. And if he insults my daughter again, I'm going to hit him with my fucking car. <laughs> and he says, and you, if you insult my wife again, I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to take your iPod or your iPad or your iMac and I'm going to shove them up your eye cunt. Ooh. <laughs> and he like he like pokes her and she's like you you touched my breast 
He's like, no, no, I touched your shoulder. And she's like, you touched my nipple. And he's like, that's a weird place for a nipple in your shoulder. <laughs> that's a bad boob job. That's a 90s porn bad boob job. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Leslie Mann goes and has a conversation with Jody. Now, I had not planned on doing a, a splatter piece theater for this episode. But this scene was so fucking funny that I think we have to do it. Okay. Do you want Joanna to play Jody? Uh, no, I want to play Jody. Okay. <laughs> but uh, you two can decide amongst you who's going to play Leslie Mann. You go ahead. I'll do it. And why the fuck would you believe Desi? You just admitted it. Did I? You stole $12,000 from me, Jody, and I need you to pay me back. Could you at least give me a referral? You babysat my kids while you were on Oxycontin. Oxycodone. Well, Oxycodone. Oxycontin. Oxycontin? Oxykitten. What's Oxykitten? Now. <laughs> Jody, you put me in danger. Me and my family. There's a cry for help. 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 Why don't you help me? Why don't you help me? Just help. Just help. You didn't help me. Are you high right now? Help me. Is that about me? Is that the cops? Is this a setup? I need to go. Okay, see you later. Fuck you, Debbie. Fuck you. <laughs> it was such a like demonic growl too that she did. It's so good. I wonder how much that was improvised. I'm guessing that meow was a hundred percent improvised. That is one of my favorite scenes in the movie, and I just really wish that that actress was just more famous and just she just deserves everything for that. It was great. Yeah. Uh, okay, so they go and they meet with the principal and Melissa McCarthy. And Melissa McCarthy's going off on, on a ranch. She's just like, you know, she said that my son looked like she said that my son looked like Tom Petty and in a negative way. Paul Rudd's like, <laughs> hilarious, Taylor. <laughs> Paul Rudd's like, who's Tom Petty? She's like, you know who Tom Petty is. I love how they're just like gaslighting Melissa McCarthy this entire time. Who would talk like that? She's like, she said she was going to F up his pussy ass. <laughs> Leslie Mann is like, I would never to a child. <laughs> and uh, she says, you know, your, your son has been defiling my daughter's Facebook page. And Paul Rudd is just like, you know, I, I told her that we need to keep an um she says, you know, he he said he was going to shove things up my eye cut. Or he called me an eye cunt, I think is what she says. Yeah. Like, I, don't even, I don't even know what that is. Like, I just said we need to keep an extra eye on our kids because they need to learn to use technology responsibly. Because <laughs> those sound identical. <laughs> yeah. I, I could definitely see where she had the mix up there. Yeah. Yeah. But she's just like, um, she, she tells them they look like a bullshit bank commercial couple. So that's what you are. Which is one of my favorite lines because you know that is so true. There's like <laughs> banking or like insurance commercials where it's just like generically happy, preppy little couples. <laughs> like they do look like that. They do. 
American Family Insurance. (laughs) But Melissa McCarthy says, you know, I want to kick you both in the jaw with my foot bone. (laughs) And then the principal is just like, okay, that's enough. And she's like, oh, shut the fuck up, Jill. That's why everybody hates you. Ineffective (laughs) bullshit hair. I'm glad your husband died. Probably killed himself. Fuck. I thought the hair comment was funny, but that went too far. Yeah. (laughs) And then Leslie Mann is just like, now you see what we're dealing with. She's like, yeah, I'm going to side with you two because you're sane. But so Maude finds out that they were reading uh, reading her texts and she's like screaming at them. And they're just like, but hey, like we we were proud of you. Like, you know, we thought you were, you know, we liked what we what we saw and we were proud of you and we were going to give you your computer back. And she's like, fuck you. <laughs> Thanks. Go Paul to hell. Red's like, Paul Rudd's like, there it is. The first official fuck you. Leslie Mann's like, you know, we don't talk like that in this house. And she's like, you talk like that all the time. You two are fucking insane. You fight all the time, or when you don't, it's even worse because you can clearly hate each other. And yes, I said fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Leslie Mann says- She has a point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Leslie Mann says, are you still upset about Lost? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, of course I'm upset about Lost. You took away my shit before I could watch the last two episodes. I have no idea what happens. He really doesn't need to know what happens. It's not good. No, season two of Lost is terrible. Yeah, but, but this is like um, season seven when it ended. Wasn't there only two seasons? No, I think it was like at, at least five. No way. Yeah, oh, yeah it was think, a long running show. I think you're wrong. Good for you. Okay, six seasons. Uh-huh. So you were wrong, <laughs> but so was I. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Uh, I, but I was right that season two was terrible. That's why I didn't watch it. It was her. terrible. It fell I, off the cliff. Um, yeah. So Leslie Mann and Paul Rudd are just like, you know, where, where did she learn that kind of language? And Paul Rudd's like, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> and he's like, do you think this is because of Lost? <laughs> Leslie Mann is just like, J.J. Abrams screwed us, that fucking geek. <laughs> That's like, right. They go, off, they go off about J.J. Abrams for like a weird amount of time. And I'm just like, does Judd Apatow have a weird thing against J.J. Abrams? Yeah, that felt personal from Leslie Mann. Yeah. Then she's just like, you know, like, why is everybody always trying to make us feel bad? Like, I feel bad for us. And they start, like, making it all about them. Like, they're the, the persecuted ones. And then they start blaming their own parents. They're just like, this isn't about us. This is about our parents. We're not mad at each other. We're mad at them. And she's like, let's take away their power by loving them. Ooh. <laughs> and then they're both just like, I feel better already. So the next day, the day of Paul Rudd's 40th birthday party, he goes into Maude's house and she's like sitting there just bawling. And she's like, I just watched the last episode of Lost. Oh, Lost spoilers ahead, I guess. (laughs) If you haven't seen it now. Don't bother. Yeah, don't bother. (laughs) But she's like, they're dead. They're all dead. Which honestly, how like you should have figured out a long time ago that they were dead. I feel like that ending they, was so fucking telegraphed. Yeah. Did they see the plane? Yeah. <laughs> no one was surviving that. Uh, Paul was just like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care about lost. Not today. Like this, we have shit to do. And she's like, 
he's like, you know, tomorrow you can tell me all about lost. Oh, Jack. Yeah. Fuck. Whatever. Cool. Jack. Cool. Um, and she's like, don't make fun of me. I don't make fun of mad men. He's like, I don't fucking care about mad men. She's like, well, that's because mad men sucks. And he starts like going off about mad men. And he's just like, no, why are you making me talk about mad men? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I have a confession. I've never seen mad men. Oh, really? Yeah. It gets kind of weird in some of the later seasons. That's what I've heard. Because it was, it felt like after a couple seasons, they were like, we can't just keep doing this, right? Like, we've got to throw a twist in here somewhere. Yeah. We're a couple of madmen. <laughs> we are. That's We're the, so that, madmen. That's the only reference I really get. And a couple of beams. And that's it. <laughs> Not great, Bob. That's the other one. <laughs> Not great, Bob. Yeah, I like saying that. But so Jason shows up to the party and he starts talking about Leslie's body. He's like, hey, you know, what do you think of Leslie's after body? What do you think of this? What do you think of this after ass? He's like, it used to hang down here and now it's here. I did that. It was like down by her knees. Yeah, I don't think her ass was that low. <laughs> no, I'd have questions if it was that low. But John Lithgow shows up. Uh, this is his first time, you know, meeting his granddaughters, first time meeting most of Paul Rudd's family, because like I said, he left when Leslie Mann was a kid and he's never around now. And Albert Brooks, and this is, is like, right hey. after he killed Rita. Dexter uh, spoiler. Well, oh, <laughs> um, Albert Brooks is just like, you know, hey, I, I never see you at Hanukkah or Ramadan or, you know, any of the other events. And so I just want to know, like, how do you get out of all that stuff? Like, legitimately, I want out. <laughs> uh, Jason Siegel and Chris O'Dowd start feuding over Megan Fox. Because at first, uh, Jason is just like, you know, who's that in the pool when she's swimming? And Chris O'Dowd just like, mine. Mine. <laughs> mine, mine, Pos- mine. Possession's nine-tenths of the law. Uh, but so they, they both dive in the pool and they like swim up to her. And she's like, are you guys here together? Are you a couple? Uh, it and was weird how like, she said a couple. And also though, it was weird how they like looked at each other for an oddly long amount of time and then looked back and were like, no, <laughs> are we <laughs> guy? I I'm, just I, met. I'm unsure. Yeah. <laughs> Did we hook up at some point in our past? But Megan Fox is like, oh, you know, I wasn't sure because of the, the mustache. <laughs> Chris O'Dowd just like, no, this, this is a straight person, a straight man's mustache. And she's like, what's the like difference? Like Tom Selleck. Yeah, she's like, "What's the difference between a straight man's mustache and a gay man's mustache?" And he's like, "The smell." <laughs> I, but I so think John, I know what he means. I think you probably do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Lithgow is a spinal surgeon, and oh, hey. Albert Brooks is talking to him. He says, "You know, I, I you do a, a lot of surgeries." And he's like, "Oh, three, maybe four a day." That's a he's lot. Like, that is a lot. Um, he says, you know, I, are there still hunchbacks? He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Albert Brooks is like, I, I never see them. And John Lithgow's like, that's because spinal surgeons exist. He says, so every time I don't see a hunchback, you're getting richer. And he's like, you know, you like the Beatles? So clearly he's like, you're rich. You want to buy a drawing of J- that John Lennon did? <laughs> Megan Fox, Chris O'Dowd, and Jason Siegel are talking about their Zodiac signs. Jason says he's a Cancer, and she's just like, oh, you know, Cancers and Tauruses are supposed to be like soulmates. 
And a quiet cancer almost always has a huge penis. Oh, hey. And Jason Segel is just like turbo penis. <laughs> yeah. Jason Segel's like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just starts talking really quiet. Um, but Leslie Mann makes a toast and she's like, you know, here's to starting a new chapter full of joy and just forgiving those in our lives. And Albert Brooks is just like, what do you, what do you mean by that? Like, who, who are you forgiving? She's like, Oh, you know, like my dad and, and you, and he's just like me. Like, he's like, he's like, I know you don't like me. What, what, what did he do? And she's like, well, (laughs) he left when I was a kid. Maybe that whole thing. That would do it. Yeah. And then Brooks starts like hitting up um, Lithgow for money in, but like a, you know, in like a covert way. He doesn't, so it, he doesn't just come out and ask for money, but he's kind of, you know, talking about how There's much money he makes and all this stuff. Yeah. And then Leslie Mann and Paul Rudd start like arguing over whose father is better, like whose father they would rather have. <laughs> and um, Albert Brooks is just like, I know what this is about. You hate Jews. Damn. And she's just like, no, I don't Quite hate Jews. Don't. What was that? Quite the leap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's like, don't pull the Jew card. It's it's used up. And he's like, no, you can't use up a Jew card. That's the point of a Jew card. Forever in play. But so John Lithgow gets up and he's getting ready to leave. And Paul Rudd's just like, all right, see you in another seven years. Damn. And Lithgow's just like, hey, good luck with all this. Happy birthday and fuck off. So mean. And yeah. And Paul is nice and savage. Happy birthday and go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but so, you know, Leslie Mann starts giving Paul Rudd shit about that. And he's like, don't bust my balls. And she's like, I'm not a ball buster. I'm 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 fun. I'm a good time, Sally. I dance hip hop. <laughs> Joanne is a good time, Sally, too. But she yeah, does just, not dance do, hip hop. I was gonna say, do you dance hip hop? I don't dance anything. No, no one wants to see that. No, she don't. She don't dance. Thank do you, God. Do you, do you pop and or lock? Oh, no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> At our wedding, we did like two dances and then we were done. Were they both we slow? Lo- yes. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, Jason Siegel is telling Megan Brooks, he's like, you know, you you're attractive, but you could be much hotter. Like you're like a six. He's like, you see Leslie Mann? Which is such bullshit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He says, you know, see Leslie Mann? She was, I think he says she was a seven when I first met her. Now she's a 12. And Megan Fox is like, I want to be a 12. I want to be a he's 12. Like, he's like, you know, I can help you. Just, you know, get uh, come to come to Bodies by Jason. She's like, Bodies by Jason. He's like, yeah, say it. Say it again. She's like, Bodies by Jason. Now, now just say Jason. She's like, Jason. <laughs> Jason. Yeah, sounds right, doesn't mm-hmm. it? And Chris O'Dowd is like, very what the fuck is happening? As he should. <laughs> but so Leslie Mann uh, sne- tries to sneak a cigarette, but Maud catches her. And they go inside and Maud's screaming at her for smoking. And um, Paul Rudd's friend's wife is just like, you can't smoke. You're pregnant. Ooh. Record scratch. Hold up. Yeah, uh, 
Paul Rudd is standing right there, so he knows now. Um, and you know they they start screaming, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have another baby, and Iris is like, I want an Asian baby. <laughs> Asian babies are cute. Mod's like, we're not gonna have an Asian baby. And Iris is like, yes, we are. She's like, they're not even Asian. She's like, well, we can buy one. <laughs> Spend too much time with Angelina Jolie. Yeah, right. What's so a Leslie man says to Paul Rudd? Well, you know, I guess we're stuck together forever now. He's like, weren't we already? Like, we're married. Uh, John Lithgow says, he, you know, apparently he stuck around. He comes up. Yeah, after yeah, telling guess- the birthday boy, fuck off. Yeah. I guess before that, Paul Rudd says, uh, because Leslie Mann says, you know, you said you didn't even want a, a ba- another baby. And he's like, well, I just meant, you know, I didn't want a baby if I could choose. So she's, no. like, well, she's like, that's so sweet. I should put that on a Hallmark card. But John Lithgow's like, good luck with the pregnancy. But, you know, be careful because pregnancies after 40 are, are much riskier. And she's like, I'm not 40. He's like, yes, you are. You were born on December 5th, 1972. I was there. So they start fighting and then I like Albert Brooks opens the door and he goes, Hey, so some of us are trying to leave. Would this be a good time to sneak out? And then you see Paul Rudd really? right away on a bike. <laughs> yeah. Where's he going? Yeah. I don't know where he was going. Um, he seemed like he was on a mission. He was trying to get to a wooded Glen to punch dances, uh, rage out. I think. I think he was just having a little panic attack. Just a little moment. I like my, my solution better you do but yeah it didn't seem like he was like just trying to you know ride it out it's it seemed like he had a destination but he he never gets there because uh the radio host from the new girl opens the door of his car and paul rudd smashes into it that the stunt man who did that stunt goddamn <laughs> i don't know how you fake that because yeah he blasted that thing shattered he the came window. in at like 40 miles an hour and did like three flips into that door and then landed on the back of his neck it was like that's the opening stunt from stunt uh from hot rod yeah um so yeah him and him and this guy start arguing they like, the guy like punches him in the face rudd tries to punch the guy in the gut and has no effect the guy totally no sells it zero and, and then punches him in the gut and then drives away I'm going to get your license plate number, Range Rover. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't have plates. It just says the Range Rover, you know, the dealer fake plate. And so he's like, Range Rover. Damn it. Leslie Mann and Albert Brooks pull up. I like Albert Brooks. Like, are you sure that's him? I don't think that's him. (laughs) My son wouldn't fight a big fat guy. (laughs) So they take him to the hospital. He's got a broken rib. So they're in the waiting room. Leslie Mann and Albert Brooks are in the waiting room. And, you know, he says... Uh, Paul Rudd's not a fighter and that's that's why he married you because because you're a fighter and someone in the relationship always has to throw the first punch she's like I'm going to take that as a compliment but now Rick's like I know what you're worried about you're worried he's going to grow up to be me don't worry about it like he's he's, he's a great guy a little less Jewy but <laughs> that's going to change once he turns 50 he says once he turns 50 you're going to be married to a rabbi that's just the way it is Oh, I hope in the sequel that happens. <laughs> um, but he says, but, you know, he'll love you forever. That's just the way we are. It's in our DNA. 
And so then he apologizes to her. He says, you know, I'm sorry for the way our relationship has been all these years. And he gets up to leave and he he comes back and he's like, so this uh, this is really awkward, but I need $40 for a cab. Oh, boy. He basically just apologized for, you know, leeching off them for however many years. And now he's like, I need $40. And she's like, I only have 100. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) He says he'll get the change back, but they're not getting that change back. No. She goes into Paul Rudd's room and says, you know, I'm I'm really sorry. Like, I I liked our life before we tried to change everything. Uh, Are are you mad that I'm pregnant? And he's like, no, I'm, I'm thrilled. She's like, you don't feel trapped? It's like, no, if anything, you should feel trapped because I trapped you. Now I'm just going to, I'm just going to get you pregnant every 10 years or so to make sure you can't leave me. Sounds strategy. Yeah. Um, but she, she's like, why am I crying? And he's like, cause you're pregnant. She's like, oh yeah, you're right. I just told your dad I like him. What if he thinks I like him? <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. We'll sell the house. And he's like, no, we don't have to sell the house. And she's like, mm, we kind of do. And he's like, yeah, we kind of do. We need to do she's it like, immediately. She's like, we'll make new memories in a new house. She's like, it's still your birthday. What do you want to do? He says, well, you're not going to like it, but I kind of want to go see some music. She's like, okay, let's go. Let's do it. So they go and they see Ryan Adams. Who? Ryan Adams. He's a singer songwriter. Joanna, do you know Ryan Adams? Adams? I know Ryan Adams. I like Ryan Adams. I was going to say, he's kind of girly stuff. It's not Brian Adams. But it cuts like a knife. It's not not Summer of 69. (laughs) Not everything's old. (laughs) My wife needs new material. (laughs) She acts like I'm so old. I'm only 39. I'm just cultured. Yeah. I like oh, how Taylor's perfect... at an age where it, it sounds fake no matter what he does. It just sounds like he's just saying he's 39. <laughs> <laughs> also, I said I was cultured and you missed like a, there could have been a great cheese joke in there somewhere. And she's a cheese fanatic. But not or a cheese head. Her, her earpiece. Yeah, her earpiece fell out, so she might have missed it. I do like oh. cheese. That's all that matters. <laughs> she's going to have some night cheese after this. Working on a night cheese. Night cheese. <laughs> But Leslie Mann says, you know, I, I like this song. And Paul was just like, really? Like, we, we agree on something? And she's like, yeah. Why don't, why don't you sign him? He's like, Ryan Adams. You want me to sign Ryan just Adams? Just like that. And she's like, yeah, why not? And he goes, well, I guess he is without a label right now. Let's talk to him after the show. And then we fade to black. That's how it ends. And then we get a, uh, a blooper reel of Melissa McCarthy saying fuck and cunt and all kinds of thought, dirty words. Bad, bad words. Ear must for the children. Yeah. And dogs. So yeah, that's, that is 40. Uh, Joanna, why'd you pick this? Um, it's just one of my comfort movies. I think it's funny. It made me realize that Megan Fox should be in more comedies, which she like didn't do at all, but it would have been better for her. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, you know, it's it's just kind of relatable as we age. I think it's fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we don't fight like those two, though. Not at all. Not even close. Kevin, as the only 40-year-old, do you, do you feel this is accurate to what 40 is? 
Yeah, going to the bathroom does take a little bit longer, but, you know, I've always took a little bit longer in the bathroom to begin with because, you know, Reddit, ESPN, things like that. And, but other than that, you know. But you're not quite at I'm John not as, Goodman level. No, not not quite at John Goodman level. And I'm not as angry as Paul Rudd is in this movie. They are just angry at each other for most of the movie. They're very dramatic, and I don't really relate to that. I'm kind of chill. If I'm mad, I usually yeah. say more of a just like subtly bitchy thing. She does. <laughs> so, <laughs> no yelling. No, she she cuts right to the core and then walks off and like God. It's usually at a low volume. If anything, it's almost a lower voice. <laughs> so and that's when I know I'm in trouble. No, I'm more aggressive. Aggressive. I directly say it. It's just very oh. calm and bitchy. I see. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's serial very, killer. It's very sinister. Very, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very. Mm-hmm. And we don't have the kids, which I think, you know, their kids also just seem to add a chaotic element that, you know, is a lot. Yeah, we just I have our imagine. asshole dogs. Yeah. yeah uh, We're we actually really around. good. There was some scratching around, but yeah, otherwise, we made it through an episode yeah. without B uh, squeaking. I, I was shocked. Yeah. Um, Kevin, you like this movie? I do like this movie. I haven't seen it as much as Joanna, but you know, it, it's been a couple of years since I've seen it and I forgot how long it is. I think they could have cut at least 20 to 30 minutes out of it and it would have been just as good. I agree with yeah. that. I think that's probably part of the critic criticism. It's just, he gets a little bit like, I don't know, self-pleased or something. Yeah. You this... can tell he thinks he's so funny with it going on and on and you're like the gig, like it needed to end. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's like doing like the 40 year old virgin or whatever again. And just like, just slamming home like a joke way too many times. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the critics consensus, right? Is that it was too self-indulgent. Yeah, it, def- it definitely like, I wonder how much of this was like ripped from Judd Apatow's life. Oh, dang. If he and Leslie Mann fight like that, they do not have a healthy relationship. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously this is, you know, turned up to 11 for dramatic purposes, but I just wonder if there's That's like specific point. stories or something that he based some of this on. So, Leslie Mann went out with Megan Fox and, and played the around flyer. with the, fuck the flyer. <laughs> or at least an Anaheim Mighty Duck. Or at least He's Wyatt a Russell. Member of the Russell family. <laughs> or, or a member of the Russell family. Goldie Hawn. <laughs> <laughs> Twist. Um it's it's funny that this is, you know, they call it a sort of sequel but it like doesn't have either of the main characters of knocked up and yeah, you know, Siegel it's more of a like spinoff. Yeah. It's a spinoff. Yeah. Um, the characters, the progressive spinoff. It's, it's, it was weird that they included, you know, like Jason Siegel, but seemingly the same character, but a very different character. character. Right. Yeah. But Jody like, was no, the same. Jody was basically the same, but no Jonah Hill. And I thought Jody made sense because it's like some entry level retail job. I'm like, yeah, you would hire that random stoner girl for that. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she fits. yeah she dumped Martin Starr and she's on to good things. You think? And then you she think? Isn't. But she turned out like to be a pill popping. She was on Oxy Kitten. Uh, <laughs> Oxy Kitten. <laughs> You're going to die together. <laughs> Help me. Help me. <laughs> Liberate me. <laughs> oh no <laughs> okay we're <Poor> well, sam neil <laughs> um that that is this is 40 that's weird to say 
Uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give us five stars. And if you put something in the text box, it does help it carry a little more weight. It's not for us. It's not, uh, you know, if you do have construct- constructive criticism, we'll listen to it. If you want to talk shit, uh, we don't care. If you want to praise us, we don't care, honestly. The only reason that we tell you to put something in the text box is because it carries a little more weight to the ratings, which helps us move up, which helps more people find the show. That's all it is. You can put anything you want in people. the text box. Algorithms. Algorithms. Uh, you can put anything you want in the text box. You can tell us what 40 means to you. Like what uh, If you're in your 40s, tell us what your 40s are like, if they're anything like this movie. Um, tell us uh, that you're on OxyKitten. Tell us no more <laughs> Wi-Fi. No more Wi-Fi. No more Wi-Fi. Tell us, tell us what you think. You. What, tell us what you think of Lost. <laughs> I want to know what happened to the dog at the end there. Yeah, is right? that dog okay? Yeah. Also, make sure you check us out cultusplat.com. Uh, there's links to all our social medias. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as cultusplat, uh, and Patreon.com/cultusplat for bonus content. It's it's not the same stuff as on the show. It's a little bit different, um, and uh, yeah, we, we've got several different kinds of bonus content lined up that we're ready to ready to roll out. So hit that up. It's it's only five bucks a month to to join our inner circle. It's cheaper than and coffee, people. For the price of a cup of coffee a day, please, sir. May I have some coffee? And Patreon. Otherwise, uh, you can follow me. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as the Taylor Bartle. And Kevin, you are on Instagram at Nescoda, and we'll see how other things shake out. And Joanna, you want people to follow you anywhere? No, my Twitter and Instagram are super private. Sorry, guys. No friends. No new friends. <laughs> it's true. I'm not even allowed to look at her Instagram, <laughs> which Sorry, makes me have fellas. some questions. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess that's all we got. So uh, until we meet again, see ya. <laughs>